Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Dollars and Cents Show podcast with a specific emphasis on homeschool leaders. And this podcast is for homeschool leaders. I want to celebrate that this podcast is, I think, in its fourth year, about heading close to uh, 150, 200 episodes, but I passed a milestone recently, and that was that there have been a total of over 10,000 listens. That's um, the the number of podcasts I've had times the number of people who listen to them. 10,000 times people have hopefully gotten helpful information from this, the Dollars and Cents Show podcast. But hey, I want you to also know that I'm part of a network, the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And uh, that's a whole bunch of homeschoolers who have different podcasts for homeschoolers. So you can find all kinds of different podcasts over at Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and listen to podcasts that might fit your station in life or your views of homeschooling or if you just need a shot in the arm, some of the great podcasts over there like Vintage Homeschool Moms will give you the encouragement you might need as you face the difficult job of homeschooling your kids. So I'm happy to be part of that network and I think you might find many other helpful and encouraging podcasts there. Today I want to tell you a true story about a homeschool leader and I who had a conversation about her homeschool program that she's been running for many years, I think um, quite a few years. But her goal was to offer a homeschool program that was very high quality. She mostly, the program mostly offers classes to homeschool high school students, maybe junior high and high school, but, but those ages and up. She wanted it to be very high quality educational classes for the students. She also wanted a very low cost program uh, so that it makes it affordable to parents. And finally, she wanted a program that was very convenient to parents. So she allows parents to just drop off the students and doesn't require them to stay around. Um, so the teachers are not uh, volunteers. So in that sense, it's not quite a co-op. I'm calling it a homeschool program. And she is struggling <laughs> in many ways. She's struggling uh, with the finances of the organization. She is struggling with um, not having enough board members to make up a board. Um, she's struggling with the workload that she carries because there's not enough volunteers. And basically, she and I had a discussion about business and the, the, the three things she wants to offer um, high quality, low cost, and convenience to the parents are tugging at each other. And I told her, her name's Judy. Judy, you can't do all three. You can't offer high quality, low cost, and great convenience to the parents. Something's going to have to go. This is kind of a truism in, in many aspects of business. You can just Google things like the quality triangle or the services triangle, and you'll find all kinds of diagrams and blog posts and articles about this whole idea in business. And, and her homeschool program, although it's a nonprofit, is basically still taking money in and delivering a service. So it's a business, if you will. You're just constrained. You really can't offer everything to your customers in this case her parents that she would like to so 
for example, let's take McDonald's. McDonald's offers food <laughs> very quickly and quite cheaply, but you got to admit, it's not the best quality food that there is, right? It's a limited menu. It's not the greatest quality. I like a Big Mac as much as anybody, but hey, you got to admit, um, you know, a steak at a fine steak restaurant is a whole lot better. Another example might be Starbucks. Now, they offer great quality coffee, right? Kind of the opposite of McDonald's. Great quality coffee. They offer great service, right? It's quick. Yeah, they, they pride themselves on creating an environment that's, you know, full of customer service. Have it all these different ways you want. But it's not cheap. You're going to pay for it, right? So there you've got different examples. McDonald's, cheap, but not great quality, but fast. Starbucks, they're pretty fast and convenient too with stores all over. Expensive because it's high quality. And in education, well, you know as well as I that private schools who offer high quality, usually in the form of small educational classes, highly qualified teachers, usually cost more than public school, who of course um, doesn't cost the parents very much, if anything at all. And so we we have the same dilemma in our homeschool co-ops. Okay, not co-ops, in our homeschool groups. You might, or you could, you could have a homeschool co-op too. And one of the, one of the advantages of homeschool co-ops is that everybody volunteers. Therefore, it can be low cost. The quality might suffer a little bit though, because maybe you're not getting the most qualified person to teach some of your classes because you're depending upon your volunteers. Pros and cons to the co-op approach, right? So I'm seeing more and more homeschool programs wanting to hire professional paid qualified teachers but then the homeschool leaders like yourselves might be concerned well we we can't afford this we can't afford to pay these teachers and so you know I've had lots of discussions about well the parents then who want this high quality class want this high quality teacher they should be paying more for that class right in other words you have to kind of show them uh, I as your homeschool leader can't offer you everything you want I can't offer you low cost and high quality and at great convenience to you. So let me talk a little bit about this whole convenience factor. Um, I sometimes joke when I speak at homeschool conventions or to homeschool leaders that that they need to be careful <laughs> to try not to offer everything or a full, full-fledged program to homeschool parents because homeschool parents will suck the life out of you. They will gladly ask you to deliver everything to them. And some homeschool leaders bend over backwards trying to be everything to these homeschool parents. Um, Homeschool parents will say, well, I want enrichment classes and I want academic classes and I want field trips and I want a theater program and the list goes on, right? And the homeschool leaders try to give it to them. Well, you can't. And this is what poor Judy was suffering with. She can't be everything or give everything to what her parents want, especially when they're not stepping up to help volunteer. Boy, so if the first thing you have to tell yourself, dear homeschool leaders, is first of all, you are not required to homeschool other people's children. You are not required to give them a whole homeschool program. I remember talking to some homeschool leaders, two of them on a conference call with me, and they had a program in mind, and they were they wanted to offer a, a, a language program, very similar to this on a 
private school where they were going to offer te- they were going to teach English and two other foreign languages and she had very qualified teachers all set up to do it and she was going to run the program for I believe five days a week 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. and I said well, what about this is homeschooling and she said well because we're offering these foreign language classes we can't offer math therefore the parents will be homeschooling because they have to teach math at home and I thought wait a minute okay why are you offering all the other academic classes then why are you offering um, social studies and why are you offering um, every you know art and and writing and spelling and all these other things why don't you just offer the three foreign language classes put it on two days a week and those who want their children to learn foreign languages come and they were silent on the other end of the phone. <laughs> in other words, they felt as though they had to offer the full package to this homeschool parent. No, I reminded them, you are not responsible for homeschooling other people's children. If you want to operate a school, fine. Go operate a school, but then don't call it homeschooling. Um, I help homeschool leaders. So I think they thought about that. Seriously, why are we trying to offer everything to parents? You can't. Like Judy's example, you cannot offer high-quality low cost and great convenience to the parents something's going to give in judy's case i think it's probably going to be cost i think she's going to have to start charging more because she's going to need to start hiring people like a bookkeeper and um, probably some director of the program and things like that because she's not getting volunteers i think that's probably what's going to give we're going to have a conversation in a couple weeks to see what she's coming up with Uh, If instead she wants more volunteers, then she's going to have to greatly structure her program differently. She gets more volunteers somehow, which might be very tricky because she's been running this program for a long time like it is. And um, parents will, well, you know what? Parents might have more money than they have time. And so they might be willing to pay for this program um, because they don't have the time to give and to volunteer. So anyway, I hope this little discussion about the, the tension that you're probably under as a homeschool leader to offer good quality, convenient or fast delivery um, to parents and also at a low cost is really not going to be a long term successful model. So, you know, think about what you're going to what you're going to ask from your parents. Are you going to ask for more money so you can hire the help that you aren't getting as volunteers? Or are you going to require a volunteer commitment, which takes its own amount of um, management? You're going to have to have somebody to manage those volunteers and hold them accountable and things like that. Or are you just going to basically say, well, my quality might not be as well as I would like because, you know, I'm using the volunteer parents who, for better or for worse, kind of the good old-fashioned co-op model. Hey, I have some more information over at my website, Homeschool CPA, on running your homeschool program. And if you want to drop me an email or put a, set up a phone consultation to talk about, you know, the, the difficulties you might be having running your homeschool program and, and maybe this podcast has, has made you think about some things you hadn't thought about before, well, then you can reach me over at homeschoolcpa.com. And I hope this and uh, the other podcasts, both here at the Dollars and Cents show and other podcasts at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network will help you be the best homeschool parent you can be. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Topp here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. 
For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.